0: So that's what often our brain is doing, right? The, the brain is saying, okay, well, you know, in the past, you tried that, that whatever that thing was, and it created some pain in your life. And so these triggers can often include things like fear, imposter syndrome, and uh, past experiences.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I know we have people from all over the world listening in to this podcast and some people coming in live um, from different parts of the world. So I welcome you all today. We have another fantastic Thursday with the lovely Deanna.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Last
1: week, we went through a beautiful meditation. I think it was last week, um, which really helped us center and get our inner smile. And I hope that some of you may have had time to practice that again. Um, because it really does help to bring out, you know, we discussed how contagious it can be smiling. And if we can get our inside smiling, it'll be contagious to our outside and hopefully to the rest of the world. So I'm extremely grateful for you today, Deanna, for putting your hand up, for reaching out, for helping support, for giving your um, bits and pieces each week. It's a great help to me. And it's lovely to hear, you know, other perspectives and other ideas and other people's thoughts as we grow and develop as a community here um, every morning. So thank you very much. I'm very grateful for that. I'm also very grateful for the nights that I do get to sleep because last night wasn't one of the strongest ones, <laughs> as we were just discussing prior to this. But yeah. I'm also very grateful for the little things. You know, sometimes we get so wound up on our bigger projects and our bigger moves forward that we forget to appreciate those little things. Like just giggles with my son this morning or having a coffee with my partner this morning or just the ability to sit down and have a nice breakfast you know those kind of simple things that we definitely take for granted um can kind of get away from us and then we get a bit complacent and a bit greedy and a bit selfish and you know we forget that lots of others don't have the luxury of you know sitting down and having a, a breakfast and a coffee with your partner every morning is, is really really special so I'm very grateful for little things today as well as yourself Deanna if people want to chuck in the chat some of their gratitude, um, I will hand it over to you to take it away. And you can read through some of the gratitude or you can get started depending okay. on what you got for us today.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jake. Thank you thank for you. those kind words. And I am um, really appreciate being able to be part of your group. It's uh, um, been a growing experience for me to, uh, in many ways. So, uh, you know, thank you very much for this opportunity. And I will take a quick read at the... Um, through the chat and then get started because I know our time always goes pretty quickly. And uh, just a couple things, you know, I'm grateful. I, I like how uh, Jake, you know, mentioned about the small things. And I think sometimes we are looking for those bigger kind of, you know, the, the big things to be grateful for. I think they kind of, they stand out a little more possibly, right? And so I find for myself, that I, I like that that building towards uh, those bigger uh, areas of being grateful. Uh, the small the small wins, as I put it, are the small things to be grateful for. And even as um, an individual without small children, I do not have any, any young children. Uh, I am always grateful for a good night's sleep because I wake up in you know like a a much better place. I start the day you know in a, in a good place overall. I'm quite a um, quite an individual that would be. Um, placing my my thoughts and my, my actions in the positive to so optimistic but I'm also real. like I have this realistic side that leans towards being you know optimistic right and and positive and so but that doesn't mean that it isn't um, a challenge and work each day towards that. And so some days it's just a little more uh, like smooth flow and, and other days then, um, you know, looking for those things that, you know, there I know there's grateful areas each and every day. So good night's sleep. I had one of those last night. Um, grateful for um, just a smooth morning this morning because it's an early start here in Alberta to get ready for the, the session. And, you know, these these small things are all important because they, they align up the day to um, allow for better flow and from this session, which works really well, Jake, to have it time now to go into our trading session. I find it, you know, for myself, I would do things prior to Jake having his mindset call um, to get myself in that right head space each morning. And so this has been a really good, uh, good fit overall. So thank you everyone. So a few things, grateful, people are grateful for their families. I see that Darren has put in some areas, grateful for family, natural and chosen. Oh, I like that, absolutely. Uh we are having Christmas this weekend with our big, beautiful family. so oh that's that's a really lovely time uh, darren to be able to spend that with uh, your family um uh, and extended family. So uh I hope you enjoy your your weekend with them. Also, uh Carrie says that she's grateful for her son making first uh, cuts on a basketball for basketball, so basketball team. Oh, that's yeah big deal, absolutely. So that's exciting. And um, we have Christine, grateful for a wonderful sleep. So she also had a good sleep last night. That kind of seems to be a bit of a theme, workout and conversation with friends already this morning. So a great way to start the day, grateful for the healthy mind and for upcoming Christmas season. So thank you to each of you for sharing. Oh, I missed one. Uh, Leah had also shared that she's grateful for her health, her family and her friends. So again, sometimes these things that, you know, that we carry with us day to day, we may not um, think about them always in this way. And so I think it's a an excellent way to start the day to think about the areas of, of where we're grateful. So uh, I'm going to get started uh, in an area that uh, Jake has been talking about this week, um, putting more emphasis on the area of what is a limiting belief limiting beliefs. We put this, had this discussion around limiting beliefs a little bit and I want to expand a little further into uh, this topic and um, so I'm going to speak a little bit about uh, limiting beliefs and first just including, you know, okay, what is a limiting belief? So limiting belief is a state of mind or belief about yourself that restricts you in some way. Everyone experiences limiting beliefs but learning how to identify them can help you proactively prevent these beliefs from limiting you so I think just you know like think about that as you go forward think about that today tomorrow through the weekend and um, you know just kind of think about how you're how you're approaching your day-to-day kind of responsibilities and tasks and um, allowing yourself we've had this topic um, last week like growing from your comfort zone how do you allow yourself to do that and part of part of that is uh, Really taking a deep dive into your limiting beliefs and looking at okay how how am I um, framing uh, certain um, certain things? So for example, maybe you have the thought for yourself that I'm not good at something and therefore I should avoid that thing. So kind of we'll get into some specific examples here in a moment, and that may get you thinking a little bit more about being able to write down your own uh, beliefs, these limiting beliefs. And um Jacob talked about that, right take some time write those beliefs down um it's um can at first be a little bit challenging, but then as you start you know start often then there's more than one and um and then finding ways to uh change that and start work towards uh making making uh positive changes and we work with you know I am statements uh positive affirmations to help change and and move into uh creating um beliefs that we believe in rather than these limiting beliefs. Um, So some things that we can consider in this area, so writing them down, very important, and please saying, you know, we need to be valuing ourselves. So some examples of limiting limiting beliefs, pardon me, would be things like, um, you know, when we're saying this often, we're not really verbalizing it, often like internalizing. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough. I'm not smart enough. I'll never be successful. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. So these are all some of those areas, and you know, maybe you've already kind of started thinking about some ways that um, that you're limiting yourself in in these um, these thought processes. So limiting beliefs are caused by a number of factors but they all stem from the same place. Your brain's desire to protect you from pain in the future. So possibly you've experienced something in the past that created pain. Maybe you had a failure. Uh, You know, that's natural. We're going to have that. You know, um, if we keep trying, there's going to be times that there will be some failures, but we want to keep that feeling forward, learn from the lesson of the failure. And, um, and then, so that's what often our brain is doing, right? The the brain is saying, okay, well, you know, in the past you tried that, that whatever that thing was, and it created some pain in your life. And so these triggers can often include things like fear, imposter syndrome, and uh, past experiences. You know, I talked about past experiences where we're maybe drawing upon um, like some of those uh, painful kind of situations, and now. Uh, we go into this uh, protect mode. The brain is protecting us from um, from future pain. But then, what also that can happen is it limits us. It limits us in being able to move forward, in um, in becoming successful, in trying new things, in um, having new experiences. So often, limiting beliefs can start from quite a young age, not from the babies. Babies, as Jake has mentioned to us, right? Babies come into this world. They don't have all these um, worldly kinds of things that are already um, our lives, right? They, they just come in, just they're happy, mostly, right? You know, unless they're not feeling well, unless, you know, they're not getting enough sleep or maybe have a tummy ache, you know, those kinds of things. And as an adult, we we help them through that as a parent. And, and so in time, though, from a young age, then we start developing uh, these limiting beliefs And can uh, start to uh, progressively evolve and reshape throughout our lives as we encounter new experiences. So new experiences, we can become um, those ones that maybe are not successful for us and help um, build these limiting beliefs. So limiting beliefs can prevent positive new beliefs from forming. So part of this is that we need to keep growing and learning, as I said, failing forward. And um, and through that, I, th- I think a, a good exercise is writing down. So I would recommend, and we may not have that time today to do that, but maybe you've already jotted down a couple ideas, or as you go through the next couple days, kind of listen to your, you know, what you're saying to yourself, and is there any limiting beliefs that are um, holding you back? Jot it down, okay? And so how to overcome limiting beliefs, and part of that is write them down, write down your beliefs these limiting beliefs, first step to overcome is acknowledging. Acknowledging they're there, so that's writing that down. And then assess the accuracy. So we want to analyze whether your beliefs are coming from a place of accuracy or falsehood. So do you really believe that, or is it something that you've learned already from childhood and you've brought it forward with you, right? So what is that limiting belief? And and where is it coming from? And is it actually true? And then use positive affirmation. So it could be a positive affirmation. It could be um, an I am statement. And these uh, this use of these positive uh, words, these positive statements, turn self-limiting beliefs into positive self-beliefs. So you'll need to come up with you know if you have a limiting belief of I don't have enough time to invest in myself. You want to reframe that to Change it into a positive self-statement. I have the ability to recognize my time in order to focus on what's most important to me. So I'm going to recognize what's most important, refocus, reorganize, and then create. Basically creating time to take on that new project, that new... It could be something fun that you want to do, right? Like some activity with the family, but you keep saying, oh, we don't have enough time for that. Oh, you know... Maybe you do, right? Find a way or or possibly it's not something, you know, like if it's something where you're building towards a business, well, that needs to be a a consistent, frequent um, implementation. If it's more uh, adventure or those sorts of things, you can work towards it. Find ways to create uh, that more time in this situation. More the money. Well, look at, okay, how is the money being spent, right? So find Find ways to change how we're looking at the situation and and are we looking at it in a true way? Is this truly um, the case? And maybe in some cases it is, and often it isn't, though. Often it's more of excuses that are being placed. So things like uh, the wording, I'm not good enough to manage this project. Reframe that to I have the capacity, the capabilities necessary to succeed at everything I do. So bringing it around to the positive because often it's um, the brain wanting to protect us. Oh, remember you took on that project one time that didn't go so well. And so now you're, you're holding yourself back. So try those things, see if that, that helps you moving forward. And then don't give up. So it's important um, to preserve yourself through the limiting beliefs and not to hinder yourself. So, uh, You want to look after yourself, right? You know, at the same time, it's important that we have, you know, time for ourselves to look after ourselves, but then we also want to push forward. So don't give up. Move forward. So not giving up on yourself is very, very important. Believing in yourself. Everyone experiences self-limiting beliefs. So when you experience one, remember that you're not alone. The important thing is to learn to overcome these limiting beliefs and focus on the positive. When you change your perspective, you change your life. Jake is talking about this, you know, many different times, right? Our perspective needs to to shift, change how we're looking at it, and then we change our lives. So hope you're able to take just even a few areas there, get working with, uh, jotting down those limiting beliefs and, um, evaluating, evaluating is it, is it true or is it something that I'm just bringing with me? Um, I, I, something that pops into my mind, and this wasn't mine, it was a family member's um, limiting belief. And for a lot of years, and he was a much older man till he bought a house, he was really, really determined this entire young adult life that he would never own a home. And that he just, he kept, you know, in family conversations, this kept coming up, coming up. And my husband and I had a conversation around that. We're trying to figure out, well, where did that come from? You know, why would he have that? He was a young man, and, you know, he's, no, you know, believes they only can rent. No, there's nothing wrong with renting if that needs to be what you need to do. But he lived in a situation and ha- had the the right means to be able to to own a home. And um, so we talked about that. And it, you know, we we know after the fact, once we you know evaluated it, that it was coming from a place of childhood because he'd seen his parents struggling. You know, the the uh, very um, close with the money, not. They just didn't have very much money. So they had to be very close with it, careful. And, um, and he's seen that they always rented. They didn't own a home. So he felt that he would never be able to own a home. So it's interesting. And then in time, you know, some things shifted for him. He had some life events, some major life events that al- allowed him to reevaluate. And in time, he was able to purchase a home, right? So, but he was much older. He was, you know, towards the end of his working career by the time he, uh, Purchased a home and so him and his wife did do that so these limiting beliefs can be changed he was able to change his and I know I have I just couldn't have one didn't come to mind this morning right away for myself and that's why I bring this one up that was a you know a very close relation to me and I was very proud of him because he he took those those beliefs that he carried with from the time he was a child into you know being a young adult raising his family thinking well we were not able to own a home but he was once he was changed and shifted um, that uh, limiting belief. So I'm gonna uh, share, pardon me, not scare, <laughs> share my screen. So I'm just gonna do that right now. Uh, make sure I got the right screen. Now I do not have the extended or extra side of uh, what I wanna say here lost my thought, Uh, YouTube. So I've got a little video here, but it's very quick. Um, Sorry, uh, an ad with the video. And uh, just before, so I will cancel it as soon as I can with the ad. We're going to listen to a video, a motivational video. And like, I'm hoping that this uh, resonates with many of you, that you just find that there's some motivation within it, some meaningful words. And uh, this individual, he he isn't necessarily someone I have listened to uh, much in the past. But I, I felt his message was um, really, really um, important. And, uh, but if this doesn't fit you and, and your, the way you um, get yourself going during the day, maybe you can go and find something that is um, like suitable
2: for you. So let me just get this started. And so you are this close to your dreams and goals. So I, I have to ask you the question. You have the information. Now, what are you going to do with it? What do you have today that you've never had before and what are you going to do with it? I'm going to say it slower because it's the simplest thing I'm ever going to say. What you already know is why you're where you are. And if you're going to get to the next level, you're going to have to erase everything you knew about what you knew, what you thought you knew. I'm going to say it again because I see some people like, whoa, Eric, I'm trying to catch that one. It is the stinking thinking that got you where you are right now. It is the limited beliefs that have you where you are right now. You have a limited belief. I remember that I thought I could never do this, but only for people who look like me. I remember, I remember when I was like 19, 20 and I started speaking, 2021, and I would go to historically black colleges and I would kill it. And I remember somebody asking me not to do historically black, but to come out of my particular community, my particular way of speaking, my particular way of doing things. And I'm thinking to myself, when I first got there, I was like, whoa, I don't know if I could do this. Like they don't come from where I come from. Like they don't talk like I talk. Like they don't have the experience that I had. I don't know if I have anything to say. And God said to me, You what? What? First of all, son, I'll never forget talking to Les Brown and Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor, Les Brown was like, yo, you the number one motivation speaker in the world. I wasn't even a number at that time. He said, you're the number one motivational speaker in the world. And I remember, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I remember how the conversation started. I actually named somebody that I thought was number one. And he said, how dare you say they name out loud and say they're number one. You're the number one motivational speaker in the world. And you better not ever say they're number one. You're number one. And I said, hold up, but I I just started speaking. He says, no one on the planet is giving free information away like you're giving free information away. Nobody on the planet loves people away. There's no other motivational speaker going to prisons. There's no other motivational speaker talking to 12 kids in a detention center. There's no other motivational speaker going to schools and shaking kids' hands on their way to school and not getting paid a dime for it. Meet them at 6.30 saying, good morning. He said, you are the number one motivational speaker in the world because nobody cares about humans like you care. He said, you ain't even charging. Boy, you know how much money you should be charging? Bob Proctor said, how much you charge? I was like, "Ah, about five, ten grand. He was like, what? Bob Proctor said, what? I was like, five, ten grand. It was right here in Phoenix when we spoke together. He said, don't you ever do that again. No less than 20000 no, you're not hearing what I'm saying. And so I remember I got a couple 20s, went back, told Bob Proctor, was like, Bob Proctor, I got, he was like, how you doing, Eric? I'm like, great. How this is this going with the finals? I was like, man, it's great. I'm doing 20 now. He was like. Phew. I said, you told me 20. He said, I never told you 20. I said, no, less than 20. <laughs> but your limited beliefs heard. Your limited beliefs heard. You said, I didn't say that. That's what you, I, that's what your past told you. That's what you getting a GED told you. Your biological father not being in your life told you because you don't value yourself. You think it's tough. I'm telling you son, there are people in this earth that value you more than you value yourself. They look to you in a way that you don't look to yourself. You will not get what you're supposed to get until you value yourself and you kill all your limited beliefs. So I need you to do me a favor. Just write it down, because you don't have enough paper, but write down your limited beliefs and when you get home, I need you to address them. He said, Eric, I used to be like, God, I don't know if I could do corporate. He said, son, I need, not only can you do it, you must do it. You're going to bring something that nobody else is bringing. And I was like, what do I bring that nobody else is bringing? He said, that message that you think isn't important is so important guess what message I was bringing to corporate? I was bringing so you're a seven-figure earner, but you're not a seven-figure dad. So I challenge you. So, so I start going to corporate and the corporate, come please, Eric. We need the message. Why? Because they're not doing well. They're getting divorced. They're getting, and so it's messing up the come. Eric, we need you. And God says, son, value, don't look at what somebody else is doing. Value what you're doing. Don't worry about what they bring to the table. Bring what you bring to the table. And some of you are not where you're supposed to be because you have limited thinking. And I want to challenge it you today. You're just as special as everybody else, you're just as powerful as everybody else. You're just as unique as everybody else you're just as gifted as everybody else and you belong you belong in first class just like everybody else you belong look you belong in california you belong and 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 dubai wherever you want to be you you belong there somebody asked me the other day eric you live in michigan why you buying a house in california i said because my wife has ms doing phenomenal we want to keep it there what you going to do with your house in michigan i said what do you mean what i'm going to do with it you selling it? I said, what would I sell? why would I sell my house? Well, how are you going to have two houses? Because a lot of other people have two houses. Just <laughs> yeah, because you don't have two. <laughs> I'm not believing that you can only live in one house for the rest of your life stuff no more. Like, I'm not, I'm not hanging out with those people no more. I'm hanging out with the people that got a winter home here, a summer home here, and just want to have a home over here. <laughs> I'm hanging out with them people now. Like, no, I'm thinking like they thinking now. I'm doing what they doing now. I start going to court for getting 50, 60. And when I don't take it, it's because I chose to take less. Because I get to decide. I'm running my life now. I'm finally in control of my life. I'm finally the boss of my life. Are you ready to be the boss of your own life? Are you ready to be in control of your own life? Are you, come on, if you're ready, come on. If you're ready, are you ready? Are you ready, I'm being honest. Are you ready to be happy? Are you ready to have an abundance? Are you ready? I only got a couple people who ready? Come on, are you ready? Are you ready to get what's yours? Are you ready? Are you ready to live your life? Are you ready? Come on, are you ready to live your dream, to live your life, to live your best life? Are you ready to live your best life? No, for real. Are you ready to live your best life? Yeah. We're gonna do the hard work now. So here's the hard work. I need you to confront you.
0: So, really, I guess just to summarize, each of you take a you know take a, some time. Maybe a, lock yourself up. You know, even 30 minutes, right? It doesn't have to be a large amount of time. A few minutes. Take 15 minutes over the next, you know, couple weeks, a couple times each week, and jot down um, these limiting beliefs as you come back. You know, maybe you could Google a couple ideas around, you know, examples of limiting beliefs, and then you could uh, change that into um, something that is fitting for you. So I'm going to just stop this here. Uh, I have two other names. Les Brown, listen to you know information around limiting beliefs from Les Brown or uh, Tony Robbins, and so many of you would be familiar with those two uh, speakers as well. So you know we each have to find what is fitting for us, and that's why I decided to uh, to include this video today because I thought this might just spark somebody. And I heard I I know of a, a a trader from I Am Academy that she has her what she calls it her hit list. Every day she goes through, and this gets her gets her fired up, gets her fired up before trading for, um, motivational type, um, people that she really connects with and that, um, she loves those, those kinds of things. And I found for myself, I do some of that. I, I find I'm a little more about quotes, um, and, um, my own personal affirmations and those sorts of things, but just find what fits for you. So go through, um, those, those limiting beliefs based on listening to some of these videos, and then you'll be able to work through your own to allow you to overcome and move to that next stage of uh, moving through comfort zone. Often what our limiting beliefs are doing is protecting us from fear or something else. And then we're able to move into learning and growing stage. So thank you very much, everyone. And I'm just going to say, um, you know, have a great day. Uh, I hope you have a, a fantastic a trading day and enjoy the rest of your day overall. Thanks for uh, tuning in today.
1: Thank you very much, Tiana. That was absolutely amazing. It's always good to hear different perspective on those limiting beliefs, those values. So, you know, as we know, they can come from lots of them, pretty much all of them come from childhood as, you know, as did your um friends limiting belief and so it's really important to start to evaluate and examine and dig deep and find out where those are coming from so that you can start to shift them and listen to things from a different uh, frame of mind in order to help benefit yourself and find your you know your powerhouse listeners the people you listen to the people that motivate you whether it's quotes whether it's speakers whatever it is it's important to understand you and help you develop you in your best way (laughs) so thank you everyone for coming today tomorrow We have Friday. We have Friday recap, so we'll discuss the things we spoke about on the week. But what I'd like to do is encourage those who are showing up here in the mornings to share their gratitude out loud tomorrow. We'll just have a little bit extra time on gratitude. I'm going to talk over a few things of why gratitude is important again and give people an opportunity on this call to sort of open up the mic and share out loud and kind of get out of that comfort zone, kind of like a little practice of breaking those barriers pushing out of that comfort zone into that fear stage in a in a safe environment where we can all help and support each other so if you're on the calls on a regular basis i highly recommend tomorrow you take a little bit of a courage coffee and uh get your, get your voice out there and and uh say you know what you're grateful for tomorrow but for today we shall leave um leave that there thank you very much to our traders i shall see you in a minute and to all the rest i shall see you tomorrow bye
0: Bye, Jake. Bye, everyone.